Blog Talk Radio. To get answers to life's questions, I am your hostess, Barbara Grace Reynolds. I am a freedom and empowerment life coach, a conscious channel, a spiritual energy healer, a speaker, and an author. I am here to understand life, to understand myself, to know what it is we are really, truly here for. That's been my journey throughout these 60-something years I've been alive. I've always wanted to be free. That was always my goal, to be free. And I feel like I'm finally approaching that goal. My life has changed so dramatically, so drastically from the way that it used to be. The way I feel about life has changed so dramatically from the way that it used to be. And I find myself filled with so much more peace and joy. And I'm so much more accepting of everything, which means I'm no longer fighting everything. and I'm no longer fighting myself. And that's an important part of, of Finding that peace, giving up the fight that you've been having all of your life. We often fight who we are, what we believe about ourselves, what's possible, what's possible for us, what's possible for our families, what's possible for the world. We have all of these expectations of what life is supposed to be. And when it's not the way we expect it to be, then we get upset. So learning to let go of your expectation is another part of bringing that peace that you are looking for into your life. 
And letting go of expectations doesn't mean that your life suddenly you know, stops moving, you stop learning, and you stop growing. It's about letting go of the need to have your brain know exactly what's happening and when it's happening. So it's, it doesn't change what you are creating. It opens up what you're, you are creating and allows it to uh, come to be. Hard to it's hard to put some things into words, and I've come to accept that. <laughs> so if I'm not making any sense to you, it's okay. So today I've been looking at flowers. Where I live now, I look out onto the backyard, and the man who owns his house loves flowers. And so he's got all of these flowers, and right now it's lilies that are blooming. There are these beautiful pink lilies and orange ones and yellow ones. And so when I look out my window, that's what I see, all of these beautiful flowers. And just changing the scenery, which is what happens when you move, um, has really changed my perspective in a lot of ways. One thing, when I look out and see these flowers, it doesn't mean that I have to do any work because this isn't my garden and I haven't volunteered, you know, (laughs) to start doing work in this garden. That's something he does and he enjoys it. And If he asks me to do something, I'll do it. But otherwise, I just leave it up to him. So I can just enjoy the beauty and not think about, oh, my gosh, this means I need to go out there and I need to weed or I need to cut or I need to, you know, do any of those wonderful jobs that we take on to maintain the the yard. I don't have to worry about any of that anymore. Not having to worry about any of that anymore. I can grow a garden, and I'm okay with it, but it's not what really thrills me. So it's nice after all of these years of being a good adult and cutting the grass and all of that sort of stuff to let that go. And I didn't realize how much I wanted to let it go till now, and I have let it go. And it's often that way in life. We don't realize how much we want to let go of something that we've taken on as our responsibility until we get into a situation where we realize we have a choice. We go through life, we live our habits, we do the things that we do every day. We just do them over and over and over. And we don't really enjoy them. But we have taken on the fact that this is my habit. And I've got to do it. We make it our duty. And anytime you make something a duty, 
you usually take all of the joy out of it. Because duties have no choice. And they have no joy because you have no choice. Start looking at your duties, the things that you feel like you have to do no matter what. And decide which ones you can let go of. Which ones you can actually let somebody else take care of. We're told about delegating, but we don't usually do it. We usually just take the responsibility on ourselves and we keep it. And when I work with people and they were beginning to let go of the duties in their lives, and, you know, they come back and tell me about this duty that they have, that they've had for years, and suddenly, miraculously, things occurred where they could let it go, and they let it go, and they are just so filled with joy. They are so much lighter because they are no longer performing the duty that they used to. So look at your duty. You might want to make a list of the things that you feel that you are responsible for. And start asking yourself if if it's true that this is your duty. And begin to let go. Let's not the need to be controlling of everything. Let go. And allow other people to take on whatever it is that you are letting go of. Allow your team, that's what I call the divine beings that work with each of us individually, let your team assist you in attracting the ones who are are going to be taking over these duties and allow yourself to really let go because sometimes that's the hardest part, letting go because you're not sure of who you're going to be if you let go. And the truth is you are going to be more of you by letting go. When you are taking on all of these duties, you are living the label that you have. Whether the label is wife, mother, husband, son, daughter, employee, employer, whatever the label is that you've created about you. When you let go of those labels, then you actually have the freedom to just be. And that can have a phenomenal impact on your life. It's really interesting when I talk with members of my family that I only see on occasion, and they're looking at the way I used to be. When my mother was alive and you know, she was getting forgetful because she was older. And so I took on her duties. 
And so I was the one that was being responsible for making sure that everybody got acknowledged on their birthdays, that everybody got phone calls, although she was the one that was calling. I was just reminding her to call. So I didn't actually do the call. And I was the one that was the one that people could come to if they had questions, if something wasn't working in their lives and all of that. I took on the responsibilities that she had had. And when she died, I let all of her responsibilities go. And now it's been like five years, and I still have people who say, well, aren't you the one in charge of doing this or doing that? And I say, no. (laughs) That wasn't my job. That was my mother's job. And I took it on to take the burden off of her. And now she doesn't have a burden, so I'm not doing that job anymore because that's not me. And they're kind of surprised because they assumed that it was me because it was what I did. But I realized that I'm not supposed to live her life. I get to live my life. I get to be me. I get to make my choices. And so I'm focused on me, especially now, because I don't have these family members that I have to take care of. And I was okay with taking care of people in my family when they needed that help with any of that assistance. But I'm seeing now how much better my life is when I make me the most important person in my life. And this doesn't mean that I'm sitting here and selfishly doing only things for me, although I am, but it's not in a selfish way. It's recognizing that I have importance in my own life, and that how I treat myself is what other people, um, it's reflected back to me. Like when I was the one who was taking on everybody else's responsibility, people were coming to me and giving me their problems. (laughs) And I was doing my duty and taking them on even though I didn't want their problems. And my life is so much better and freer now because I'm not taking on other people's problems. I can talk with them. I can advise them. I can help them find their own solutions, but I do not take on their problems. Their problems are theirs. They've created them for whatever reason, and they serve a purpose in their lives. And I realize this now, so I don't interfere with their learning. So look at your life. Look at what you actually consider to be important. And if you make a list of the top ten most important things in your life, You should be on that list. 
And if you're not, you need to look at the things that you are making more important than you. Because the more you actually see the importance of yourself, the more you open up to allowing your life to evolve instead of being stuck in the old pattern. You're not required to ever be stuck. So let go of that and open up to your own evolution. Open up to your own light and your own love. Open up to changing so that you are becoming more and more of who you truly came here to be. It is your choice, and you do have that power, and you do have that freedom. And freedom is such a lovely thing to add to your life. All right. I am finished talking for now, and we will go to Paula. I was waiting for my computer to do something that I asked her to do, which still hasn't done, but that's okay. Uh, I will use this tablet thing, and hopefully it'll let me turn on the chat. And we will go to our first caller, and it looks like it is Nathaniel. Let's see. Hi, Hi, good morning, Marla. How are you? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Well, it's a beautiful day here. I hope it's a beautiful day there. It is. Wonderful. So what can I do for you today? Well, I wanted to see if I could get a message from that goddess ask. Oh, okay. All right. She is here, and she is happy to give you a message. So here it is. We want you to open up. Open up. And we want you to start opening up in ways that you haven't really thought about opening up in before. You have opened up more and more to your music, and we love that. And we love the energy of that and the changes that it's bringing into you. We want you to open up in other Okay, my phone apparently is going to go through its little fits of um, disconnecting me. (laughs) Okay, I'm back. So here's the goddess ass, and she's back too. We want you to get out and do things that you enjoy doing. And we know that you're going through this time in the whole world where people are encouraged not to get out, not to interact, not to connect. But it's important. And connecting with other people is an important part of everyone's existence. So as you have the chance to come out of isolation, do so. 
and do so knowing that you are safe because there really is nothing to fear. There really is nothing to fear. There really is nothing to fear. So we are helping you to let go of any fear you might have about viruses and people and spreading germs and all of that other stuff that you've been hearing so much about lately. You are safe. You truly are. When you are coming forth with the knowledge, the wisdom, the knowing that you are loved and you are protected and you are guided and your life is meant to be so much more, then you are not open to the chaos and havoc of the world. Everything is changing, and that includes you. And we want you to start embracing those changes, to start living your truth, to start recognizing you because you are important and you are loved. We want you be you. And that's what you are learning. That is what you have been going through now for the last few years, letting go of all of that old belief, all of that old past drama and trauma, and fully becoming you. Continue to do that. Get out there. Be you. Smile. Talk with people. If you have to keep a six-foot distance, that doesn't mean that you can't speak with other people. Don't isolate yourself. Allow yourself to be, no matter where you are. Let your light shine as it is getting brighter and even more beautiful as you are expressing who you truly are. We see many changes coming to you and things just happening in miraculous ways as you are accepting and embracing the truth of your own life. We love you and we are working with you to bring about what is to be. Remain yourself no matter what. You are wonderful. You are absolutely phenomenal. And you never, ever have to pretend than you. And you never, ever have to make excuses for who you are. You deserve a wonderful, amazing, musical, love-filled life. Okay, that's what she wanted to tell you. Beautiful. Well, thanks, Barbara. You're welcome. Now you can get out and create a magical day. Yeah, get open and uh, get out there. Wonderful. (laughs) All right. Well, we will talk the next time we talk this. Okay, thanks, Barbara. Have a good weekend. You're welcome. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. So it is a beautiful day. 
And no matter what the weather is like where you are, it's still a beautiful day. Because the beauty of the day doesn't um, depend on the weather. It depends on you. It depends on how you are choosing to be and how you are choosing to see things. So if you are looking at your life and seeing this problem and that problem and that problem and that problem, change your perspective and start saying, Dear Nate, I release this problem. And do that for every problem that pops into your mind. Dear Nate, I release this problem. And if you want to take it further, you can say, Dear Nate, I release this problem and I move into solutions. Dear Nate, I release this problem. I move solutions. And that gets you out of being stuck in problems because you don't need to be stuck in problems. Problems are just little things that come up for your attention. And when you see the truth of them, you realize that they're not a problem. They're just an opportunity for you to be you. And that's all there is to it. And then when you start living the solutions, whatever the solutions are, and you can try out several different solutions, hey, why not? You find that you are moving forward in your life. Because as long as you are looking at the problem, you're being stuck. So you just simply say, dear Nate, I release this problem and I live and the solution. And just give yourself permission to move forward. And yes, spirit and form, you can say, Dear Nate, I release these thoughts and move into peace. Because your brain is always thinking. But it doesn't mean that you actually need to pay attention to those thoughts. Your brain, it serves a function for you. It's to, you know, help you remember. But sometimes we get so stuck in our brains that we are just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. And we look at our lives and we see nothing is happening, nothing is moving. It's because we are not moving, literally. Uh, we are just thinking. So you can say, Dear Nate, I release these thoughts and move into peace. And for some people, saying that feels like, okay, I'm, I'm giving up on thinking. Well, in a way, you are, but you're not actually going to stop living. The wisdom in your life comes from your heart. It comes from your connection with your creator. Why not live from the wisdom and you can say, dear Renate, I live from the wisdom of my heart and not the thinking of my brain. And that's allowing you to shift into that wisdom. And when you shift into that wisdom, that gets you out of being stuck in your head. Because it's so easy to get stuck in your head. Most people are stuck in their heads. And that's why they're like the, the hamster in that little wheel, just running and running and running and running, even though they're not actually getting anywhere, but they can't stop running and running and running and running. 
Let's just say, dear Nate, I accept the wisdom of my heart over the thinking of my brain and let go of that need to stay stuck in that brain. And it doesn't matter how smart, how intelligent you are. It's not about that. It's about trusting all of you because you were taught that you are just a physical body and that your brain is, you know, so incredibly important and blah, 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 blah. But you are not just a physical body. You you actually exist on many different layers, many different dimensions. There are so many more possibilities in your life you may be aware of. So open up to the wisdom and let the wisdom guide you in letting go of everything else that you need to let go of. And start using those wonderful, dear, innate statements. Those really do work. They really do. And I have seen tremendous changes in people when they use this. Start moving from your heart, from your wisdom, and get out of your own head, which means get out of your own way. <laughs> Let's go to our caller from 111, my favorite number. <laughs> Hello. Hi there. How are you? I am doing great, Queen. How are you? I, too, am doing great. Thank you. So grateful to be doing great. Mm, (laughs) Good. So what are we going to do today? We shall see what they have to say to me and follow the path to victory. How's that sound? (laughs) That sounds wonderful. All right. Okay. And who do you want to hear from? Ah, Shakti. Okay. Ooh, she has a real flowing, feels almost like a river flowing. That's what her energy feels like. Okay, here's what she wants to say. Life is about flow. I flow. It's how I exist. I flow. I allow things to move. I don't become stuck in anything. It's about the flow. I don't need to control or dictate the flow. Although I do have power. And the flow is not just random. It is the flow based in my intention. And so if I have an intention about my life, about my existence, the flow brings it to completion. Hmm. I encourage you to flow. 
Is that your intention of who you are, what you will experience, the things you will have, the love you will create, and allow it to flow to you? Most people set a goal and then they begin to work to create it. And we encourage you to flow. Because sometimes work is just doing. And it's doing without getting the results that you're looking for. Because it's not up to work. It's up to flow. And this is shifting your beliefs. And we understand that. And we encourage you to shift, to let go. And if you want to just visualize yourself floating in a lovely river and just moving with the current and knowing that everything you desire it's flowing to you. And just be in that flow. Just relaxing in the flow. Now you'll notice we said see yourself floating in the river. We did not say see yourself sitting on the bank waiting for things to flow by. Because if you are in the river, you are in the flow, you are in your own life. And you get to live your life fully. And there may be a part of your brain that says it doesn't make sense because you are in the river and the river is flowing. Nothing is going to flow to you because you're moving at the same pace as the river. So you're creating an impossible solution. And we want you to let that thought go. Because this is not just a standard river. This is the river of life, the river of miracles. And you can be in the river and have everything that you desire flow to you. It is like the river is feeding you everything you need to live a beautiful life. Open up to that flow. And you don't have to fight anything. There's nothing to fight. Let go and flow. It is the beauty of life. And it is where you are now. Be in the flow and know that everything is possible. Oh, so relaxed now. <laughs> Beautiful, the limitlessness. Yes, continuum. Yes, I can. I could see. Um, I could see things coming as I, as I was moving, as I am moving. Um, yeah. Yes. Yes, and that's a beautiful, beautiful way of expressing um, expressing that. Thank, thank you for the message. 
um, both of you. And I have a question. Okay. It was I'm drawn to um, to respond to this, and you know they're they're waving money at us. <laughs> uh, the government is waving money at us, and and for the past year or so, I recognized that I was living on land that Mother Nature, Mother Enter, has blown in things, and then I was able to see them blown in things like trees and mescadines and and cactus, and um, I just found out that my, uh, I'm going to say honeysuckle, honeysuckle vines are one of the most expensive flowers. I didn't even know that I found that out yesterday evening, and I mean, all these treasures, and the, which I've recognized many of them, um, and they've been, like, blown in since then, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and next week they're offering um, money to farm, um, and I'm just wondering what you see around that. I really feel like I should go and apply um, because that's what I have here. I'm not sure how to devi- define it. I have I have lavender. I, I mean, I mean, it's like, you know, um, it's a it, I'm blessed with what I have, and yeah. What do you feel around that? In fact, I know what I have. Here. How will they perceive it? I'm I'm sure they're not even coming up to check. I'm sure of that. They don't have time. When I look at where you live and what you do, I'm seeing, let's see, they were giving me words. What are the words? You could describe your farm as being an organic, organic, there's no T's in there, organic (laughs) and organic farm that produces essential oils and potpourri and things like that. You also have um, herbs, they're telling me. But you use these things to make products that people can buy. So even though you're not a traditional farm, you know, growing weed or corn or one of those, what you do is still farming because you are growing these beautiful flowers, these um, these items that create this beautiful oil that is beneficial to people. Or you can just say they use it for aromatherapy because... They know what aromatherapy is, although it it is much, 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 much more than that. But you know that, so you don't need to have them understand it, per se. So that's what they're telling me you should present it as, because that's what you do. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Um, okay. 
I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tweak that some because I I got tomatoes I got um I got different vegetables too I'm growing um hmm. but I'm gonna tweak that but that sounds like um go forth and you know <laughs> plant plant the seeds to um receive the blessing I mean it just hit me like I said this 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 money there for you um. With no strings attached, <laughs> so from them, and that's um. Mm, thank you, thank you. I will vibe on this, and thank you so much. And should should you receive any more insight, um, I would much appreciate hearing hearing about it. I think it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. I will probably go. Maybe Tuesday. Um, okay. Fill the paperwork out because there's only a week, a week's period of time. So, you know, get in and out. I love you very much, and I, I appreciate all that you have done and will do with me and for so many others. Oh, thank you, and I love you too. Thank you. And they're saying, go forth in your success. Mm. Yes. 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 Namaste. Namaste. Mm. And that's something that all of us need to recognize that we have the choice. We can go forth in our success. And it feels so much better to be moving in your success than being one of those people who's waiting, waiting for whatever it is that you expect your life to be or want your life to be to happen. Because if you're waiting, you're not allowing. You're actually putting up walls saying it can't happen until this, this, and this. But if you just go forth in your success, there's no law. You have opening. You have freedom. You have the right to be you. And that's the way you are meant to live your life. In that freedom, in that love, in that openness, in that acceptance. The acceptance of who you are and what you are creating. And I love that vision of the river and just everything flows. And if you're one of those people who can't swim or can't swim well, then yourself in a boat on the river. That's absolutely fine. You know? <laughs> it's about you being comfortable with being you. And guidance is saying, but if you make it a boat on the river, make it a nice boat. Don't make it a dingy little rowboat that you don't even have oars for, although you don't need them because the river flows. But make it a yacht. Uh, make it a beautiful boat that's luxurious and that you have everything that you need to survive, to thrive, to live on this gorgeous yacht 
that you are floating down the river. And don't worry, the river can be big enough to accommodate whatever size the yacht is. Because this is your life. This is your choice. So don't make it a trickling little stream. I'm talking about a river. (laughs) And I know in Oklahoma, a river can be a trickling little stream. (laughs) But the river is not based on where you live. So the river can be wider than the Mississippi. Make it as big as it needs to be. Make your life absolutely phenomenal. Make it huge. Make it gigantic. So you can experience without limits. And just go with the flow. Knowing that this is a flow created by your intention. Because this is your river. So you really are creating it. And you are creating all of the possibilities that are there. And it's not up to anybody else. This is yours. And you don't have to worry about where is everybody else's river and how are we going to have room for all these rivers. Remember, we have infinity. So, yeah, there's room for all these rivers. And the size of your river does not make anybody else's river smaller. Your river can be absolutely gigantic, and so can everybody else's. There are no limits. We really need to come out of this limiting way of thinking. And we are experiencing some of those limitations in our world with this chaos that's going on. And, you know, they're saying you've got to limit yourself. You've got to limit your spending. You've got to limit this. You've got to limit that. And you actually don't have to limit anything. Limitations are usually used to create control. If you are taught that there is a limited amount of whatever it is, then people go crazy. And if you don't believe that, go to a Black Friday sale. (laughs) And you will see people doing absolutely, incredibly stupid things because there's a limited supply and they've got to get theirs. And you feel how constricting that is. And now imagine that there's an unlimited supply and you can get any of it, any time you desire you don't even have to wait for the cycles and seasons if you want it you just set the intention out there to have it come into your life and you let it come remember you let it come you don't go and fight for it you don't go and struggle for it You let it come while you were in that state of calmness and love and acceptance. So see your own river, and you can make your river whatever you want it to be. If you want to surround it with beautiful tropical plants and trees, then go ahead. 
if you want it surrounded with, you know, um, oaks and willows. Go ahead. You can put flowers along the banks. You can have animals and birds. You can even have dolphins swimming in the river. It's your river. Create it the way you truly desire for it to be. Because this is your life. And you are not limited by what anybody else thinks or believes. This is your space. Yours. You and the creator are working together to create it. And you are part of that creation. I was talking with someone last night who was talking about how we are taught to believe that the will of God is what we are supposed to be working to achieve. That God wants us to be a particular way and we must be that particular way in order for God to be happy. And when I say things like that, God just laughs. Uh, He thinks it's really funny. She thinks it's really funny. They don't actually have a sex. (laughs) We're so used to everybody having a sex that sometimes they change from male to female to um, remind us that they really don't have a sex, you know. But when it comes to the will of God, God wills that you be you. That's it. You get to be you, and you get to have whatever you desire. And they don't have a bunch of rules and regulations that you have to follow, and they don't have all of these rituals that you have to perform. And all of this stuff is is created by people. So if you are living the will of God, then you are simply living yourself, being yourself. That's it. That's all you have to do. And whether or not you do what God wills really is not important to God. There are no conditions. There are no punishments. There are no limitations. You have the freedom to just be you. And as I'm saying that, I'm looking out the window and this blue jay comes and and lands and it's just looking around. He's just being himself. And that's the way we are meant to be. That's the way life works. You have the freedom to be you. And to listen to the wisdom from your heart. Because when I talk about the freedom to just be you and let go, people are often thinking about the the bad things. This is the terminology of humans, again, that people do, you know, the ones who go out there and kill and maim and murder and, and, you know, destroy and all of that other stuff. And thinking, okay, I don't want everybody to have the freedom to do that. When you are coming from the wisdom of your heart, you're not thinking about doing things that are hurtful or harmful to others. Your heart does not guide you to that. It has you come from that love, from what is going to produce 
what you actually desire. And when what you're focusing on are those beautiful emotions that you want to feel, the joy, the peace, the acceptance, the connection. When that is what you are focusing on, that is what you are creating. So if you're thinking about the fear and the destruction and the chaos and the trauma and the drama and the lack and all of that, remember that is what you are creating because that is what you are focusing on. Your river flows with whatever it is you intend, whatever it is you are focusing on. So if your river seems to be filled with huge boulders and white waters and jagged edges and all of that, that's what you're focusing on. Change it. You are creating this. Start allowing things to flow. And you don't have to worry about where they come from. Remember, everything comes from the creator. The creator is always the source. So it's not a matter of you finding that perfect job to bring in that income that's going to allow you to support your family. It's about you creating, visualizing that job where you are doing the things that you love you are actually enjoying what you are doing and you are being well paid and you are just creating this vision in your mind and letting it come to you. And remember, if it's not coming or if your thoughts are not focusing on what it is you want them to focus on, use the dear innate statement. Dear innate, I release the need to struggle. Hard. I block to the flow of money. Use those dear innate statements to help you to open up and to let go of what used to be because you do not live in the past. You live now. And right now, everything is possible. Right now, you are opening up to your own life. So start allowing yourself to be who you truly are and come from the wisdom within you, not those thoughts in your head. Come from the wisdom within you. And it is possible to... Live your life without really thinking all of the time. I'm one of those people who was always thinking. I was always living in my head. I was always, that's where I was. <laughs> it's one of the reasons why I didn't talk much, because I was always in my head. And now I find that I can just sit and be, and there are no thoughts going through my mind. So if I can stop thinking, I think anyone can stop thinking. (laughs) And it is actually beneficial. And it is actually joyful. Because it allows you to just be in that peace. And that peace feels good. So open up to the peace 
in your own life and allow your life to flow. Don't forget to breathe, especially with all of this pandemic fear out there. People are actually afraid of breathing. And breathing is so important. Breathing is actually opening up to life. It's accepting life. You're breathing it in, taking it deeply within you. And for some people, the mere thought of that brings up fear because they imagine they're breathing in all these viruses and germs and they're going into their body and multiplying and blah, 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 blah. Well, you realize all of these viruses and germs that are in the air, if there are any, they've always been there. This isn't something new. Even this corona thing, none of it is new. This has all been around from eons. So breathe. Let yourself breathe. And I mean breathe without putting a mask on. Because those masks don't actually stop any bacteria or viruses or anything like that. Because in order to block those, the mask would have to be so tightly woven that you could not get oxygen. So wearing the mask would actually kill you. So these masks are not meant to stop the germs and whatever it is that's out there. They're meant to keep your bodily fluids, like if you sneeze or cough or drool or whatever, to keep your bodily fluids from coming into contact with other people. That's what they are designed for. So it's okay to take it off and breathe. Especially if you're by yourself, if you wear a mask while you're at home alone, please stop. You're actually cutting off your supply of oxygen. It really does do that. Let it go and let go of the fear that's connected with it and associated with it. You don't need to be afraid of your own life. And you can say, Dear Nate, I release the fear. Dear Nate, I release the fear of these viruses. Dear Nate, I release the fear of dying. Dear Nate, I release the fear of getting sick. Dear Nate, I release the fear of not being safe. Dear Nate, I let it all go. And let yourself let it go for real. And allow yourself to breathe. This is your life. And you are meant to live it. Not merely exist through it. And you are allowed to receive everything that you desire. So let go. And allow your life to flow. I love you all, and I wish you nothing but the best. And if you want to learn more about what I do, check out my website at divinelyguidedhealing.com. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful day and a beautiful, beautiful weekend. And I send you all lots and lots of love.
Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.